0: For tonight's profile, it's all about the opposition. It's the first time we're ever seeing this team and we're in their building, the Rapid City Rush. I'm happy to introduce everybody to the voice of the Rush, Mark Benetti. And Mark, our first visit here to your great city and great arena. This is pretty cool. How does South Dakota view professional hockey?
1: Well, first and foremost, I gotta say I didn't nearly uh, recognize you at first because we weren't surrounded by a Vegas backdrop. That seems to be <laughs> the only time you and I see our, our, uh, each other, but uh, it's, uh, it's great. Uh, you know, Rapid City really took professional hockey right by the horns and they just fell in love with it and uh, you you know the sport better than anybody how do you not fall in love with it right so it's uh, it's been 12 years of a lot of growth the fan base just like the team just like the organization they needed to grow and i think they're still going through some uh, growing and, and whatnot but it's uh, it's good uh teams playing well too that always helps out the experience and it's it's been a one heck of a ride so far
0: this is a city that's kind of an outpost. As you guys, the closest opponent now that Colorado's gone is what ten hours away. But you've got some nice areas around here. Mount Rushmore is obviously an attraction. What do you use as a recruiting tool to get the players to want to come play here?
1: Well, it's the fan base. That's what you have to use as a recruiting tool, and you're going to see it. Maybe not tonight because it's a Wednesday night, but you'll see it Friday for our specialty night and Saturday for our big Christmas night. That this uh, this fan base, when they fill this place, they're they're uh, raucous and they are hostile. Uh, it's almost similar to if you've ever played a game in Colorado against the Eagles or in Idaho against the Steelheads. It's that same hostility with just a little bit more of a tick up. What, what I find so funny about this place is that it might not necessarily sell out to 5119 a capacity, but if you've got 3,200 people here, it sounds like there's 7,000. They get loud. So the ones that do come, they like I said, they'll they'll give you
0: hell. It's a similar size building to West Banco Arena then, so a nice little comparison for the fans back in Wheeling. This is the first year back with the Arizona Coyotes an affiliate, you experienced the Coyotes affiliate before. How much of a difference has that made? Last year you were independent,
1: you missed the playoffs. This year you're second place in the Mountain Division looking good. Yeah, it's made a huge difference and I think the biggest difference this time compared to the first one is the leadership that's involved. And it's not to knock on the old leadership of the Coyotes or whatnot, but that just wasn't a relationship that was really working out. This time it is. Steve Sullivan, uh, first class gentleman, he's done a great job in, in keeping our coaching staff informed of things, or keeping our team president, Todd Mackin, informed on things. Uh, it, it's a symbiotic relationship, to use a science term. It's a symbiotic relationship. Everybody's working together so that all three levels see success, and you see that across all levels. The Coyotes are fighting for number one in the Pacific Division. The Tucson Roadrunners are 18-5. and five. They're constantly in first place in their division. We're battling the Allen Americans, it seems, almost every other night, based on who gets a point or not for first in the division. So it, it's definitely working out well throughout the entire hierarchy uh, of the, the scheme of things. As far as for this team, even without the affiliation. Coach Tatro did a great job in addressing the lack of scoring depth that we had last year. Uh, last year, that was probably one of the biggest things that hurt us about not being affiliated, was there was no scoring depth. And you saw, we were probably, what, the fifth lowest averaging offense, sixth averaging lowest uh, offense in the entire league, uh, with about two and a half, 2.7 goals a game at our absolute peak. But we still won 30 games because we could grind. We had good goaltending, we had good defense, but now it's a complete package. We can finally put the puck in the back of the net, and that's making the world a difference. You mentioned your head coach, Daniel Tatro. He's
0: someone who was an assistant coach previously with the Rush. Played in this league. I remember seeing him with Heavensville when they jumped into this league. Now he's the head coach. How have you seen him evolve in that position to be a successful head coach in this league?
1: Well, I gotta go on the record first by saying Coach Tatro is practically a brother to me. The two of us, we have a great relationship. He started off as my captain with the Rush the last year he played in 2014-15. After that, he ended a career of 921 games as a professional throughout every level except the NHL and professional hockey. So See him come from team captain to my broadcast partner to assistant coach to head coach. It's been a heck of a ride. Uh, he has learned so much every year and every day he learns. Coach brought that approach to his uh, to his entire playing career, which is why he lasted for 15 years in almost a thousand games. But you can start to slowly see things mature with regards to a system, with regards to how he handles certain situations and games. Uh, it's been a lot of growing for him, but he's done a fantastic job. And now that he has a team that's working behind. Behind him, it, It's really special to see. You
0: mentioned how your offensive game has grown big time from last year to this. What's clicking when the rush are having success this season? I know you have a lot of skill, but I also know that in the Mountain Division, you can't be a pushover because you're going to get pushed
1: over. Well, exactly. Like I said earlier, we're the complete package. We we can hit, we can fight if we need to. Not that that's a, a big uh, uh, point of success, but if we have to defend ourselves, we can. We have a really good team toughness. They call it a really good team toughness where. If one guy goes down with something because of a liberty that's taken upon him, all five guys jump into to the rescue. So it's really cool that we're team tough. The offense, like you said, it's clicking well. A lot of it runs through Peter Quenville. He's second in the league with 32 points and he leads the league in power play points. Dovetailing into the next uh, segment there, the power play is finally working. This is the first time in seven years of working with this team where I've seen the power play clipping at over 18 percent and have it not be the first five games of the year when the sample size is still kind of out of whack. We're third in the league in power play goals scored, uh, uh, we're also um, fourth in the league uh, in uh, power play goals allowed, fourth lowest in the league. So a lot of things working there, And uh, but again, offensively, it's just puck movement. It's smart, it's creative. Uh, guys go to work, they get the puck behind the defense, get their numbers turned, and then they just bang away on the forecheck, and, and good things happen. Uh, on top of that, it's getting to the net, and it's getting in front of the net. All the little things, just to keep throwing the cliches at you here in our first interview as uh, opposing broadcasters here, but it's every little thing that comes together for for success. We won't see
0: Alex Router until two weeks from now as you just traded him to Indy, so thanks for trading him in division, make our lives that much tougher. You're I've got control over that. <laughs> but we will see Dane Burks, who spent all of
1: last year's rookie campaign with the Nailers. What have you seen from him in year number two? My goodness, is he a heavy defenseman. That guy loves to hit, he does not shy away from anything. But the intelligence on that gentleman there's a reason he's on a National Hockey League contract coming out of Michigan Tech, and the reason why the Pittsburgh Penguins drafted him at one point. Uh, the the, the hockey IQ on that person is ridiculous. He's got a great first pass out of the zone. He can hammer guys in his own corner and it, it makes people shy away. When they take a hit from number 28, they realize when they dump the puck in his corner and they slow back a bit and they're like, okay, that's that's where he is. Um, but he has been uh, great to work with both on the ice and off the ice. He's been a great guy in the community. He, he had a little bit of a setback with an upper body injury earlier this year, so that kind of took him out. But he's, he's starting to get his legs back again and it's only a matter of time before he starts putting points up. We've told all the hockey fans with they want to know. Now I want to know, where are we going to dinner this week? Uh, You and I, if you haven't gone there yet, we're going to Murphy's. That is the old standby. That was the very first place I ever went to dinner, my very first day in Rapid City. Almost seven years ago now. Uh, You're going to really like it. There's a lot of great areas around here too. And I'm not sure if you're an arcade gamer or whatnot, but there's a bar called Press Start that you might have to check out. Uh, That's also a great great spot. You went to Dakota Steakhouse the other day as a team. That was a fantastic choice on your coach's part. Um, If you want to get it even fancy, your stake, you go to Delmonico's. I don't know uh, how your per diem sitting right now, but we might have to check that out too. That's awesome, Mark. I'm
0: so glad we finally get to go against each other. I'm looking forward to seeing your team. I hope you're looking to see forward to seeing the Nailers this week as well, and thanks for a few minutes of your time. And Not a problem, DJ. It's great to have you in Rapid City. Mark Benetti, the voice of the Rapid City Rush on our intermission report. Out of town scores and third period action next on the Nailers Broadcast Network.